What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Tomorrow was the NBA draft, and I'm really excited to see how the first round goes because, honestly, this is a year where there's not too many, like, insane, like, superstars, like, already made. Like, obviously, Kay Cunningham coming into the draft this year out of Oklahoma State. He's going to go number one to the Pistons. But obviously what a New Yorker is really interested in is what the hell the Knicks are going to do. If they're going to try to use the two picks that they have at the 19 and 21 position and try to get into the lottery kind of area or like midway through the first round. So... It says if they keep the pick, I'm reading this off ESPN, they might take this guy Garuba, who is playing in the EuroLeague. He has a lot of experience. Someone who Tom Thibodeau could definitely throw into the rotation right away and not have to really, like, pester him to get into the game. Like, obviously, EuroLeague is one of the best leagues outside of America, so that's that. And at the 21 position, it says Kai Jones, power forward from Texas. And we don't even know if the Knicks are going to have the 21st pick. Obviously, they're trying to send two picks to someone to try to get a higher draft pick. So, we just got to hope that they get a playmaker. And I'm really interested to seeing, like, what they do. Because Jared Butler, they project him to be going to the Lakers at 22. And if he's good enough for the Lakers, he's good enough for the Knicks. So, like, he was definitely a player that lit it up during March Madness this past season. So, The Knicks need to make some smart decisions if they do keep the picks because, like, they need to capitalize on these draft picks to try to grow towards being a better team. Obviously, last year we got Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin, so they panned out to be pretty good draft picks, I would say. So Obi Toppin has a lot of growing to do. He's a young kid, and Emmanuel quickly, he can definitely – like, become one of the rising stars in the NBA. He was definitely going on the tear last year, and I'm really excited to see how the Knicks do next year. We really need Julius to have a good offseason and put in the work that he needs and, like, go to a sports psychologist or something, like, get his head right so he can fucking actually be there for the next one that matters in the playoffs and not get bounced by the Atlanta Hawks again. And obviously the Atlanta Hawks went on a tear in the playoffs after they beat the Knicks. So what could have been a crazy season of destiny for the Knicks like ended really quickly in five games. So I'm really looking forward to next season. Obviously, the Nets are the talk of Brooklyn right now. I wouldn't say all of New York, but the Nets definitely have the 
potential to be a title contender in any season going forward with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. So next year, it's definitely going to be competitive. Obviously, we're still hoping that the Knicks get some free agents in the offseason. Someone like Kelly Oubre from the Warriors, potentially. Or, like, this is a long shot, but Damian Lillard, obviously, that's probably not going to happen, knowing the Knicks' track record for not landing the top talent. But obviously, like, they're moving in the right direction. And Leon Rose and William Wesley in the front office for the Knicks. They're going to hopefully be doing work in the offseason and trying to land some of their former clients. So we got to see about that. But tomorrow the NBA draft is definitely going to be an interesting one. I'm seeing uh, Davion Mitchell is going to go number 13 to Indiana. I said that I didn't see him in the mock draft the other day, but maybe I just passed over it because it's Indiana. So, definitely some of the top players in the draft are going to be going really early, the ones that have put in the most work in the past year, especially during like a COVID year. They had to put in a lot of work to get him to this point. So Evan Mobley from USC, him and his brother, they dismantled teams in the NCAA tournament. And then Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga. He's going to go to the Toronto Raptors, potentially at number four. Franz Wagner out of Michigan, going to go to the Warriors. His brother's already in the NBA. So. Oh, the kid Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga, potentially going to the Hornets. That's an interesting pickup. Speaking of the Hornets, they potentially are going to bring in LiAngelo Ball to be on their team for the Summer League. And that would be pretty cool if they could actually get LiAngelo on the court. Obviously, he's an athlete, so he just really needs to get his head together and fucking keep himself on the court. But if he could play with his brother and have Michael Jordan as the owner of the team, that would be a pretty crazy team. And then if they could get Lonzo there, like that would be LeVar Ball's <laughs> ultimate goal in life. So that'd be pretty crazy. But the NBA draft goes down tomorrow on ESPN. Also, this weekend we got UFC Fight Night, Uriah Hall against Sean Strickland, that's going to be a pretty crazy fight in the middleweight division. Both of these guys will throw hands and kicks at each other, so they are probably going to knock each other out pretty quickly. And there's a lot of names I can recognize on this card, but 
non-better household names yet, but that's the point of Fight Nights, to get people exposed into the mainstream, so I look forward to watching them always, like it's entertainment. And on Saturday also, we got Bellator, which is the other organization of MMA. And we got the return of the double champion Patricio Pitbull against AJ McKee in the final of the Featherweight Grand Prix. Huh. <clears throat> AJ McKee, he's 17 and 0. He definitely is one of the best fighters outside of the UFC in Bellator. And he's looking to take one of the titles from Pitbull, who is a legend in the sport. Obviously, a great jujitsu practitioner, and he's going against AJ McKee, who's pretty good all around. So, this is going to be a crazy fight for MMA fans. That's on Showtime. So, I was just reading that. Former UFC fighter Vitor Belfort, he could potentially be fighting Evander Holyfield as a part of the Triller Fight Club, and Belfort is already like scheduled to fight Oscar De La Hoya in September, so like that's pretty crazy. So that guy will not back down from a challenge. <laughs> Yo, Evander Holyfield getting back in there at like fifty something years old, like. Holy shit, Holyfield. Like, Mike Tyson still doing it too, and he's in his 50s. He could fucking fight Logan Paul or some shit. Like, apparently Logan Paul and Anderson Silver are going to box each other this year, potentially. And obviously Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley are fighting in August. Like, August 28th or something like that. So... All of this shit will really change after Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight each other because, like, Woodley is a former UFC champion. He's a five-time defending champion in the UFC. And this might not end well for Jake Paul, but I'm definitely going to be interested in seeing how it ends because... The story is that Ben Askren is the training partner of Tyron Woodley, and then Tyron Woodley is avenging the loss of Ben Askren. Obviously, he's doing it for money, too, but, you know, it's definitely going to be a crazy shit show, and that's what these fights have really become. But anyway, yesterday Aaron Rodgers returned to the Green Bay Packers. And he expressed like all of his like issues with the organization essentially and he was just trying to like really like let them know that he isn't really happy and he wants to either learn to grow past it or he wants to leave after the end of the season, so like he'll let bygones be yep, bygones for right now, but he kind of wants out, so like it's kind of like a shitty situation, so 
Today, the Giants cut Calvin Benjamin. He was trying to make a comeback as tight end. Cut by the Giants. So, hopefully the Giants are going to be able to actually be a threat this year and win the division. Like, obviously... We brought in a lot of new players. We drafted good players last year on both sides of the field. So I'm really looking forward to football season. I was watching a lot of coverage of the training camp that kicked off today. Daniel Jones looks good. And we just got to hope that Kenny Galladay is the answer for the Giants and he's going to be able to be an explosive player, which he is for us and make plays and win us games. And then we have Kadarius Tony, the human joystick is what they called him in college. So that means that he is very elusive and he can basically go anywhere on the field and he's very quick. So he'll be a new playmaker. Obviously us getting Saquon back this year after a torn ACL from last year is going to be a big part of our offense. And then a new tight end in Kyle Rudolph, who has been a pro bowler for years. Sterling Shepard, he changed his number <laughs> to number three. That's going to be weird to look at. He was number 87 before, so that's pretty much that. And our defense is definitely going to win us a lot of games. We got James Bradbury, a pro bowler last year. We got Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia, the rookie. And then Blake Martinez on the inside as one of the best linebackers in the NFC. And our defensive line with Leonard Williams, who signed on for an extension this past offseason. He's definitely going to be one of the leaders for the defense. Dexter Lawrence, he's been consistent. He could definitely improve this year. And our offensive line just really needs to keep Daniel Jones protected and not let him get hit too often. Obviously, they could definitely improve. We got Andrew Thomas, our draft pick from last year, and he could definitely do a little bit better. We're getting Nate Solder back this year because he took off last season because of COVID and the whole pandemic to be with his family which is completely fine. So we get him back. He's one of the better offensive linemen in the league for a long time now. So I'm really looking forward to football season. And Travis Scott is releasing the Travis Scott Fragment Air Jordan 1 High OGs tomorrow on the sneakers app and there's a lot of raffles going on and especially on his website right now he just released a bunch of merch some collaboration with cause which i got t-shirts long sleeves and then there's like 900 hundred dollar jackets <laughs> uh like a rug and like whatever but like you can enter the raffle pretty soon on TravisScott.com for a chance to win these sneakers, which I really want. They're going to be, like, 
a lot of money, like a couple thousand dollars probably at one point. So this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Let's hope Kanye drops Don to August 6th. I'm saying this on July 28th. So we got some time. <laughs> Peace out.